Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Brunch with Desby. I'm your host, Des, also known as Desby. And I'm so excited because the B today stands for bunch of shit. We're actually diving back into my voicemail today, which you guys can always leave me a voicemail every week, but I'm really excited to hear what some of you had to say. If you missed last episode of this, go back like maybe three or four weeks ago, listen to episode one. So you kind of know what you're getting into and then listen to this episode or just hang out with me, but just know you can always go back for more. I'm really excited to be talking today because every Sunday is exciting for me. I say that every week and sometimes I wonder how often can I say I'm so excited to chat before it's like, are you? <laughs> but I promise I love podcasting. I love talking. I love just coming on here. So today is Tuesday. I always record on Tuesdays. And since last week, we had quite a bit of things come out. So it's kind of funny because last week I actually mentioned very organically Justin Timberlake. Um, I said, man, he is really like resurging for me. Said it word for word, recorded on Tuesday. Then it comes out Wednesday or Thursday about him and Britney Spears, Spears's abortion experience, AKA Britney Spears's experience. But you know, Justin had a role in it. Obviously he was, would have been whatever you want to call it the father, right? So that all came out and I was like, oh my God, that did that age bad, you know? So since that had come out, it was such a big story for a couple of days. Like, and I think for a lot of people, it just put in perspective, like Britney's life with the memoir coming out, which as of today, it's the 24th in her 24th. Yeah. Memoir came out today, the woman and me. So it kind of like put together more so like pieces of her past and maybe having an understanding for us as people who watched her. And, and to be quite honest, watched her spiral, we might be now see a little bit of stem of like, where did this come from? Where did it maybe start? Right. So from there, I was like, oh my God, I, I don't know if anyone will pick that up or be like, what the fuck? And I'm, I'm hoping you guys know I recorded early. With that being said, there were shots fired at Justin, like so many shots, right. Um, about how he forced her to get an abortion X, Y, and Z. And it was really bothering me. Like, I didn't know how I felt because it was like, She's choosing to share this very intimate story and brought his name into it, which is totally fine. Like it is her story to tell, but like Uno reverse, if Justin Timberlake came out with his own autobiography, Crimea River, and he brought up her abortion story, would he be in the wrong for sharing a story that he was involved in, but it was her abortion? Does that, are you feeling me? So it was just this weird like attack on Justin and it fizzled out pretty fast. Like I think most people were kind of like, okay, we're blowing this up. We're blowing this up. It's been 20 plus years, right? Like let's relax. It's still valid. Her experience is still valid, but like, what are we going to do? That's like really what it came down to is like all these people are, are hating and sending death threats and commenting on stuff of his and all this stuff. It's like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What's done is done. Um, what pissed me off the most and that I don't know if people were realizing what they were doing which most internet never does, but people were actually commenting on posts like the baby America always wanted, or, you know, 
I wish that this baby would have been born X, Y, and Z. And number one, neither of them wanted to be parents. Whether we want to say, oh, he pressured me, et cetera. It was a decision that at the end of the day, it takes two people and it specifically takes one person with the body to make that choice. And that choice was made, right? With that said, people were totally disregarding what her life came to be. She ended up having two boys. She got married. Justin Timberlake ended up going onward and getting married and having children. And I feel like the disrespect of saying the baby America always wanted, et cetera, is disrespecting the rest of life that they ended up going on to live, right? You know, Britney's still at a huge peak. She still had an amazing career at this time, whatever. So I feel like saying that also disrespects their children now, right? Because if that would have played out, their whole lives would be different, right? So I just felt like it was such a weird thing to say. Like people were maybe saying it with the intention of like, you know, darn, but it was really coming out quite odd. So that was one story I just wanted to touch on real quick because since then we have seen a lot of other bombshells be dropped about this book. And I actually have one of you guys, I'm blanking right now. Is it Casey, Kaylee? One of you guys messaged me. Sorry, like don't have it off the top of my head. It's on my Instagram. One of you guys are going to actually send me the memoir. Um, and I want to read it. I do want to read it. I want to make notes. I want to give some feedback on it. Um, I want to go through, maybe highlight some things, be able to really have a full dedicated episode on it and just kind of share the facts for those of you who choose not to read. However, I will have the book and she said that I can continue to like share it and send it like the sisterhood of the traveling pants. So if you're interested in the Britney documentary, but you know, aren't spending the money or maybe you weren't going to spend the money, but now you're like, well, I would read it. Let me know. And one of you guys can be the person I send it out to next after I get done reading it. So with that, we saw a few other things in the news this week, um, specifically Taylor Swift and <laughs> Travis. Sorry. It just, it was a kissing photo. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Cause you know what? I, I get it. We're not chatting about it, but that, that was just a little update. Okay. It, it, whether you want to see it or not, that was something that was pretty significant in my life. Okay. So there was another thing, um, I want to chat about, oh, the D'Amelios. So I started watching, and we'll get to this in watches, but I did start watching Keeping Up with the D'Amelios. Or wait, no, it's just called the D'Amelio Show, right? I don't know. It's basically like the Kardashians, right? But it's about Charlie, Dixie, D'Amelio, and then their their mom and their dad, Heidi and what's his name? I forget. Mark, Mark. What an interesting show. Like to see these just like normal kids who did, did blow up on TikTok and now live like the craziest lifestyle. During it, a lot of the, the battle in it really came out into mental health. Um, you're seeing these two teenagers who stepped into the limelight at like 18 and 16, right? Immediately have millions of people shitting on them, millions of people loving them. A lot of confusing feelings that we don't usually feel that young, right? But now that we're on the internet so young, those emotions come to us much faster. So a lot of it had to do with like mental health, um, a lot of stress, a lot of just like anxiety. Dixie has like PMDD different mental health disorders, um, stuff like that. And so it was really interesting to watch. And I wasn't going to watch because I was like, oh, like they're just TikTokers, like love them to death. Like I really do, you know, hey, at the end of the day, you made it, you know, go off. But I was like, do I really want to spend time doing this? I ended up doing it. And I just, I really loved it. It felt really wholesome um, versus like watching maybe like the Kardashians or like another family that we would maybe see. And it was interesting. You got to see like their, them dating and just stuff you usually don't see. And I'm not on TikTok anymore. I've made that very clear. Um, so it was, it was fun to kind of catch up on their life when I like know nothing of them anymore. Also, I do take that back. I did post on TikTok the other day and I edited a video in CapCut. And then when you export it, it's like shared to TikTok. 
And I was like, fuck it. I'll just share it. Not going to look at it. Not going to edit it. Don't care. Literally posted a, just a cute video and it said hashtag cap cut. Cause that's what like naturally goes on. So I do take that back. I did upload that. I didn't go check it. I didn't go do anything. Cause I was like, fuck it. But you know, you never know. I just posted it on there. So that was one thing that I did do this week with that. Let me, let me go to the other feedback that I, I wanted to give this week. Um, by the way, I don't know if you guys watch or listen to, um, not skinny, but not fat. Amanda Hirsch really love her. She just had recently Stacy on her podcast, not skinny, but not fat. And Stacy is the one from love is blind. That was like super uppity kind of cr- not crazy. I don't like using that word. She was just like, she was kind of silly. She was kind of silly, but she was on that podcast. So just something I, I kind of want to listen to it. So if you're into that, please go do it. Um, one thing that we did also see that I, I have written down, I wanted to to say it was Britney Spears auditioned for the notebook, which threw me for a loop. So again, I'm going to share all these things. I'm going to read the memoir. But when I saw her auditioning and she had a picture with Ryan Gosling, I'm so glad that never came to fruition. Like no offense, Britney, Rachel McAdams, that was her part to play. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason why she got casted over Britney, but can you imagine how different the notebook would be? Like picture the notebook, but like crossroads. Yeah, not a good movie. You know what I mean? Like, no offense. So I'd be interested to to see some more of that, like, auditioning clip. But that was something that was dropped as well. There was so many parts of the book that had been leaked. I don't even know if we would call it leaked because, like, isn't it all for PR? Like, let's be honest. You know, like, her, her agents, like, dropping shit, dropping eggshells, whatever. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm a little bit stressed about, like, the book, reading it. Just because, like, how do we know it's real? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I just, I feel like Brittany at the end of the day, probably I would only hope still has so much money because of just all the fame that she's had. And I'm just like, I just don't want them to like pinch more out of her. You know, that's almost why I felt guilty buying the books. I was like, how much is she making off this? Like for real, a dollar, a dollar per sale, you know, like they would fuck her over something like that. Or like here you get one M&M, you know, like that's some shit that whoever is still running her life would do, you know? So it scared me. With that, onward and upward into this week's washes. Um, well, also, sure, first, I should also mention, I did get a mini hydrofacial today. It felt good. My skin has been glass. And we'll talk about it a little bit more in the wellness corner. Um, and also, short nail gang. Okay, I went and got my nails done. I had my extensions on for a while, right? I had my gel X. You guys probably saw their different colors, right? Whatever. One of them fell off. And as you guys know, when you're a girl, one falls off, they're all coming off. You know, I don't know what planet you're living on. If you decide to like glue them back on, you know, sometimes I do, but overall I was like, yeah, no, they're, they're grown out. I'm taking them off. Right. So as I go to take them off, usually I don't have any issues. You know, they just pop right up. Just, right. No, this time, I don't know what my nail girl did, but she had those fuckers on tight. My nail literally came off with my nail. Right. So like half my pinky was gone and it hurt like a bitch. It hurt very bad. And it was just a reminder of like, yeah, you need to go take your nails off in like acetone. But I was just, I was lazy, not the move. Don't ever do that. So please don't do that. But regardless, short nail era, I'm kind of here for it. I think fall, you know, I'm going to keep the short nails. I'm going to maybe do a little like dark color or something. I think I'm going to go back to like dip nails as well. You guys have to let me know, what are you doing with your nails recently? Like, are we still doing designs? Are we in like just colors? Are we short nailing? Are we medium nailing, long nailing. I feel like short nails for fall is cute. It may be even winter, but like spring and summer, like I do need a little length. Like I need a little like fatty, 
That's what I need. So for right now, I'm kind of just enjoying it. I'm typing really fast. I'm doing a lot of tasks really fast. So I really can't complain. But still, you know, we need some spice. Future launches coming up. Number one, it is in fact almost November. So number one, as of today, Fit Girl Fall is available on the BeFit membership. So you can join today for just $19. You can either number one, DM me or comment below for the link. You can get your first month, $19, or you can use code brunch with Desby at checkout. And that'll get you $10 off. So $19 for a full month of workouts. This month, we have a core focus, which is exciting in the newsletter. We're kind of talking about um, how to breathe through movements, core connection. And then we have two different core circuits built in the workouts as well. One really focused on connection, breathing, learning that and establishing that. And then the other one's focused a little bit more on like active movements, right? Like we're like actually breathing and doing movements. You'll have to just, you'll have to see. Okay. But they're both very, very much, they have different emphasis to build off of each other. Other than that, we do have the workouts themselves. So really excited for this workout split. I, I went full fit girl fall. So like one of the workout names is apple crisp hammies think pull Tuesday, pushing pumpkins. And there's another witty one on there. We have five days of workouts, right? Optional. You can do two, uh, two out of the five days. You can do three out of five days, four out of five days, do whatever you want, babe. That's the whole point. This is the plan is you, you are like, you are the plan. The plan is not you. So you can join that. But also if you're just looking more onward and upward into a challenge, our next mini challenge is launching on black Friday. So this is our fourth annual Four weeks, four gains, 48 hours, $48, four-week plan, yours to keep, five days a week, pregnancy, home, postnatal, um, gym modifications. We also have a separate mini group in the Facebook where we're doing like mini challenges every week, accountability, encouragement. It's kind of like that in between. We're going from Thanksgiving to Christmas, kind of like, you know, staying on the wagon, staying fit, you know, finding accountability, finding fun. That's what four weeks for gains is. So, 48 hours, $48, November 25th, November 26th only. Write it down, okay? Do not miss out on this. It's it's just, it's fun. It's a fun environment. It's 48 bucks, yours to keep. I mean, so many people have four weeks for gains from all years and they'll just go back in and do them whenever they want. So a really great place to be November 25th, as well as just in general, the membership, be fit, um, membership, fit girl fall, sign up, okay? So um, current launches, not much. Um, I have Petula on. This launched today, actually. This is the Petula X Sweeney. I think it's technically called Into the Woods. I keep saying Out of the Woods because, you know, hashtag 1989 released. So I keep saying, you know, are we out of the woods? Yet are we out of the woods? Yet are we out of the woods? Yet are we out of the woods? Are we in the clear? Yet are we in the clear? Yet are we in the clear? Yet in the clear? Yet go. When you start singing that song, you cannot stop. Okay. But regardless, Petula, Petula Paragon stepping up. Like I've said it for the past six, six, probably six to eight episodes. You can go back. Every time I talk about launches, I'm like P and P the PPs are killing it. You know what I mean? (laughs) So Petula launch came out today. Um, new flare leggings, 34 inch slay the open back crop tops, probably one of my favorite pieces. It was just so cozy and comfy. And then this sweat set, is probably one of my favorite, the Marvel tie-dye hoodie and joggers. Very cozy. Just a lot of really good lounge wear and athletic wear mix. So like if you're someone who like, oh, I have enough leggings. It's like, there's still something for you. So Codesby as always. And then Paragon, 
we actually have something coming up as well. We have Daydream. So this is releasing, I believe Tuesday is the technical date. Tuesday or Thursday, it's, I'm, I'm off on my days. Don't have the calendar. But Daydream is releasing with the brand new Air Silk. So this is a new fabric. It's very, very silky. It's very thin, like to the point where you're like, how can you not see through it? But I've not noticed that you can. And I, I did leg day in my new um, leggings and everything. They're like V-waisted, really, really like airy. I can't even express. It's very good. Price point's also great as well. I think they were $48, maybe. And then lastly, we do have new Buff Bunny coming. At this point, I don't think I can release. But let me tell you, they kicked it out of this planet. You know what I mean? Like it, it was a pretty, it's a pretty good launch. Like I, I've been very open that I've been like kind of, not off Buff Bunny, but it's like, I've not since probably the Kate collection or the Dreamhouse collection, I've not had a full encompassing collection where I'm like, oh my God, every piece fucking rocks. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Like, that's fine. There's still pieces for me in every collection, but this collection, I feel like I was like, okay, okay. Like I'm liking this vibe. I'm liking the collection theme, you know, whatever I can hats off to that. So that'll be announced soon, but definitely stay tuned for that. New Alani. They have like these big ass 64 ounce stainless steel, like, uh, kind of like thermos bottles, but like it's water bottle. You could literally put like chili in there. And I think it would stay fucking hot for like days. 1999. When I saw the price of those, when they were like 1999, I was like, what? Because that's, it's a big ass like weapon. I mean, if you're alone in the woods and you have no other weapon, you only have this water jug. It's called the adventure jug you're fine. You could literally kill someone with it. Like it's so fucking heavy duty in the handle. Like you could just hold it upright and just whack. It would be an intense fight in the woods with like a bear or something for sure. While you're wearing your new Petula, you know, it would be such a, such a moment and be sure during the fight, just co-desby, you know, like co-desby, you're like fighting them off. Desby, co-desby to save money. That'd be my kind of fight. So that's it for like really launches and stuff. I'm also, I think getting sick. So I'm, I'm really hoping by next week's episode recording, I'm feeling better because I'm, I'm not feeling bad yet, but it's starting. You can probably hear it. Like it's starting. It's, it's deep in the nostril right now, but like slowly but surely it's going to come falling out, you know, and it's that time of year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay. Last few things. Number one, virtual assistant update. Guys, I cannot tell you, I, I love you all so much for applying to help me, um, to maybe be a DBFT coach, you know, whatever it was that you applied for, like, trust me, love it. However, and if you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing my face, a lot of responses. Okay. And again, love you for it, but it has been a lot to go through. And m- mind you, I'm hiring this position because I do everything by myself and it's, taking a toll on me. So picture me not having any help and still having to, to, to go through the process of even finding someone to help. It's like a lot of steps. You know what I mean? It's like, a, I got to clear my schedule to even go through the emails. So like, I promise I'm going to be reaching out. I've reached back out to some of you, but like, I can only do X amount per day with the other work I have like going on too. It's just, it's like been a lot. Okay. Watches only a few. Okay. Golden bachelor. I caught up on I did catch up on the Kardashians. Couldn't really tell you what happened. Like I was kind of zoning out, but I did catch up. Golden Bachelor is just still like really got my heart. 
I'll be anxious to see how the rest of the season plays out and where they take the Golden Bachelor because I almost feel like it could be one of those series that like the first season is like popping, but then that second season, people are kind of like tired of it. You know, what do you guys think? Like, I'm just worried it's going to be like a one hit wonder, right? Because like, can you really beat Gary? He is like the best man ever. So I'll be curious to see how that ends up going, but that definitely is still worth watching. And the last thing I watched was this movie called Strays. And it's the silliest movie. It's with um, Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx. And they play dogs. And it's like the dogs are like animated. Like, do you guys remember that movie? Fuck, was it like Cats vs. Dogs? Is that the movie? Where they had the dogs being like the main characters and they were like animated. Like they, they talked and shit. Same vibe except it was like very X-rated, like not meant for kids. Cats vs. Dogs, I'm pretty sure that's the name. It was meant for like families, right? This, you do not put this on in front of your kids. <laughs> you, you don't put this on with anyone under the age of 18. Like it, it was a raunchy movie, but it was so funny. It was so worth watching. Like I wouldn't watch it again and I never would watch it again, but it was worth watching that one time and being like, that was hilarious you know, but yeah, highly recommend. So it, I saw it come out a couple months ago now and I was like, uh, I feel like that'd be dumb. And now watching it, I was like, oh, that, I'm so glad I watched that. It was a good giggle and I really, I really, really needed it. Last section before we dive into the voicemails and a little love, love update, life update is uh, wellness corner. So like I said, I did just get a mini hydrofacial Skincare has been going really well. And I'm only updating you guys because I've now gone since my really big acne breakout that I told you guys about where I like eliminated a lot of shit. I've now had two periods. So it's been over two months since this really big breakout, right? This happened at the end of June or I'm sorry, end of July. So it was like beginning of August. So I've now cleared up my skin, August, September, October, like mid August, I cleared up. So like September, October, skin has been clear. And I have just really realized that it was definitely something I was taking. Like it had to have been the probiotic that I was taking off of Amazon. Shitty, rightly shitty. Or like, honest to God, it was the new Alani greens in the peach tea flavor. I have not tried that again. I've stuck back with my just normal Alani greens. Like I'm like, I'm not even trying it because I, I don't want to reintroduce it and like activate my skin again. But when you start to like maybe add flavors and like different ingredients, like maybe it was just something that didn't comply with me. But also again, like we mentioned, I was drinking a lot of energy drinks too, which like I mentioned two episodes ago, energy drinks, not just energy drinks, just like B12 in excess can cause a lot of breakouts, especially when you already have acne prone skin, which like I definitely do. So I've noticed that my skin is not just better, better on my face, but even down my back and like along my lats, I've always struggled with acne. I always thought maybe as an athlete, like doing sports, I was like, oh, once I'm out of my jerseys, I'll have clear skin on my back. And like, I just never did. It was never like bad. It was really bad when I was pregnant with Maddox, really bad, like so embarrassing, so bad, but it's just always been a pain point for me. So I've tried to use like some, um, exfoliating body washes. Like Tula has a volcanic like scrub. So I try to like exfoliate it. Um, you know, just get dead skin off, like make sure I'm really rubbing it, like stuff like that. 
So it's got it, but it's definitely gotten better. And again, it's, it's all about what you're putting in your body too. So it's been really good. All my other routine is still Tula, like, you know, my cleanser, I use my wrinkle treatment drops, my beauty sleep and my SPF. And then I'll, I'll like play with some other stuff of theirs here and there, you know, like I'll add in like my pH balancing, like wipes. I'll add in, of course, my glow and get it eye balm, like eye balms. I'll use those till I die. But like other things I've just dabbled in other, um, skincare. So like Paula's choice, I'm using their 2% BHA serum probably like three nights a week. Peter Thomas Roth. I love their vitamin C. So like stuff like that, I've kind of like dabbled in there, but, um, but yeah. So, oh, I should tell you November 1st through the 19th, I think, or let me see if I can tell you, because you're going to want to save the date. And I want you to know November 1st through November 15th, my code will be from 15% to 25% off. This also gives you free shipping. So get your holiday kits, get your eye gels, get your makeup remover, get your beauty sleep, get all my favorites, 25% off November 1st through the 15th. Okay. Do not miss it. Do not miss it or else you're going to like hate that you missed it. Okay. So before we get into the rest of this episode, let's get a little message from our partner, Better Help. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the to that top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and do our typical chug together. Let's just go for like a few minutes. I realize I just said minutes. Let's just go for a few seconds. <laughs> mm. We do have new travelers coming soon too, by the way. Don't tell anyone I told you. Only you guys know. My favorite, my favorite fucking thing on the planet right now is my traveler for real. Okay. So a little life update before if, you know, not every, 
here's the thing. Not every episode can, can win, you know, not every episode can be perfect. And it's so true. Like, you know, every podcast host you listen to, you'll listen to like a certain episode and you're like, wasn't their best episode. That's probably this episode for me. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm feeling, I'm feeling really out of it. I didn't feel prepared, like mostly because I ended up being able to have time to record when the kids are napping. So like my mind, I was just like, oh shit, I got to like do it now instead of like sitting down and be like, I'm recording. You know what I mean? So this might not be the best episode. I just want to say thank you for still listening. If you are, um, if you decide to click out, like, honestly, I, I don't blame you this episode. It was just one of those where I've just, I've had a really emotional day and I just felt really flustered. So I apologize for that. I digress. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we have, we have a few different voicemails this week. So let's go ahead, start playing them and we'll go from there. First one is from Riley Gardner. I just want to say big love for Desby. I've been a follower since 2016. Um, what? You actually inspired me to get my own uh, personal training license. Um, so I'm doing that on the side. And I just want to say you're such a huge inspiration and you've really inspired me. And you've actually helped me overcome my fear of wanting to have children because I've just seen your transformation and what an amazing person you are. Um, thank you so much. And I just hope you keep inspiring women and doing what you're doing. You're amazing. God bless. Love you, Riley. Stop. You did not need to say God bless. Like, will God bless me though? You know, like we've been on weird terms. However, I will say after just telling you guys like, oh, this episode sucks. And then hearing that, that is called, that is what I needed. So thank you, Riley. I'm so honored. I'm so glad that you're pursuing personal training. It is not an easy field. It's definitely, you got to navigate it but I'm so proud of you. And thank you for being here. And thank you for appreciating brunch with Desby. I'm pretty sure you always leave me the best reviews. So thank you for doing that as well. Next up, we have Emma. Give us some tea, bitch. So my problem is that. Hold on. (laughs) Starting out of audio with uh, my first off, my problem is, is like literally so iconic. My problem is scale doesn't move mm. I've been trying to be consistent for since the beginning of July and it's now the middle of September and the scale will not move from where it's been for months now and the other thing is everybody says that I need to be in a calorie def- deficit in order to boost the weight but I'm just scared that that's going to create an unhealthy habit with food so I don't know what to do and yes I've been doing Desby workouts since serious since seriously <laughs> okay fantastic so if you are someone who is struggling with the scale not moving so it's kind of funny because she said the scale isn't moving and I'm mad and Emma I'm saying this out of love okay tough love here get ready the scale isn't moving. I've been trying to be consistent. So you're mad, maybe you're upset, frustrated, the scale isn't moving, but I've been trying to be consistent. So what that tells me is you're not being consistent. There, if you're trying to be consistent, there is no consistency. Like it's just tough love. It is what it is, right? You need to be consistent. It's a choice. It's choosing I'm going to be consistent. You then go on to talk about having a caloric deficit 
and maybe being worried about how that like affects a mental approach with food. It can affect a lot of things for a lot of people if it's done incorrectly. That is why it's so important to do a caloric deficit, be with someone who is educated and willing to take you through that or number one, number one or number two, being able to do it yourself and knowing what your limits are. The problem I see is with people trying to get into a caloric deficit when they do it themselves is we are our own worst critics, okay? So maybe a coach, I'm just throwing out examples. I could get you to lose weight off of 1600 calories, right? The minute that you're responsible to lose weight is the minute you put yourself at 1200 calories thinking that it's not enough or you're not doing enough. So having someone oversee that process for you is very important if you feel like you're someone that could put yourself in a position like that or you do not have the education to do it yourself. Doing something like that is not something to do without understanding what you're doing, okay? But the other thing I want to touch on in this audio specifically is Emma is saying how she hasn't lost weight, but she's scared to be in a deficit. And let me fucking tell you straight up, you will not lose weight if you're not in a deficit. So do not be mad when that scale is not moving and you're not eating less than you're expending. It's, it's like the most simple rule, the most simple, call it girl math, eat less, burn more, lose weight. Like it, it really is that simple, but it's not that easy because being hungry isn't comfortable. <laughs> being, being in a deficit isn't fun. Losing weight is fun. Seeing the results is fun, but doing it isn't easy. And if it was easy, everyone would fucking do it. And I stand by that. So if you are interested in a little bit more help, feel free to email me and I could guide you in any way, give you maybe a resource or something. I also do have a few podcasts like pretty like a while ago, just like how to lose fat, like stuff like that. You can look at just look at the titles of the episode, but I will say you're, if you're not in a deficit, you're not going to lose weight and I'll leave it at that. Okay. Next up we have Amanda, my girl, Amanda powers. Hey Des, it's your girl, Amanda. My girl, Nashville. Amanda. I told you Went to the gym today and I did your Week one, day one of Bride Guide, and my my ass is now killing me, but my question to you is, what do you do when you're at the gym and you see people doing really weird shit, or they're doing exercises in a very, I guess, non-kinetically intelligent way? (laughs) Um, So accurate. Kinesthetics, whatever that word is. You know, like, they look like they're about to hurt themselves, or they're doing lunges, but they're lifting their heel off the ground. They're arching their, you know, arching their back forward, you know, yep. almost like they're cowering. Uh, they're trying to teach their girlfriends how to do a movement. That's but they're the teaching them the wrong way. And the girl is not engaging her core correctly. So, you know, deep down, they're going to hurt themselves eventually. Do you, do you say anything? Do you walk up? Do you watch in awe? Do you turn away? It's, I felt like I was watching so many train crashes today and there was nothing I could do I I just let it happen so what do you do like you actually have the professional background in this stuff do you I say do anything to people at the gym or do you just let them you know live their lives doing <sighs> weird shit I don't know what do you think that is such an interesting question because it depends on the environment certain gyms if there is a trainer present that is their job, right? A job as a trainer, if you're working in a gym and you're a trainer there, 
The idea is you want to get clients, right? The fitness floor is your sales floor, right? So if there's a trainer present, I don't do a damn thing because really as a trainer, it is their job to go up to that client, share with them their expertise, and then maybe even say, hey, can I take you through a free session? That is their job. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to poach on that, right? So if there's a trainer present, I'm not doing it. And if that trainer chooses to be negligent, that's their problem. I'm not on the fucking clock. You know what I mean? So that's, that's me with my training background. Other instances, I have gone up and provided critique in a way of like, hey, I totally understand what you're doing. Here's a really good way that like I learned how to do it in like a, a really constructive way or something. Like I try to really always tell them, hey, you're doing a good job. Like you're just, you're even here. You're doing this in public. Like that's awesome. You know, that's step one. But here's how I tried it and it worked really well for me. So I never try to come to them as like a, a negative. Something that like someone like you could do where maybe you're just, again, like you're just a bystander. You don't have the education. Now, Amanda, this person was a client with me Um, so she for sure has the education to be able to share with someone. But if you're someone who's not in that position, you can always refer them to someone like me. And I think that's what is always very helpful too, is like, Hey, I see you like to work out. Um, and you like to hit bridge too. I follow this girl. She, she loves her hit bridge. She, you know what I mean? A beautiful follower. She does a lot of really good trainer tips and just seeing another woman in the gym. I think like you would really like her. So that's something where you can also push a resource on them where it's like, they still have to do the work to find out, but you're not being rude, but you're offering them something where you could like walk away and at least not be like, oh my God, they're going to blow out their knee. Right. Um, but yeah, for me, sometimes I'll do, I'll go up to people. Um, if I feel like it's the right vibe, but oftentimes if there's a trainer present again, I'm like, that's their job. Also la vista. Next up we have Laura. Laura. Hey, Des, it's Laura from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, my girl. I used to work out with you at Burn Boot Camp. Yes, you Canada. did. I don't need any advice. Um, I just wanted to say thank you. I absolutely I adore you. I listen to your podcast every Monday. I know it's on Sunday, but I listen to it every Monday on my fake, drive to work. Fake, Just kidding. My cosmetic counter is full of Tula. My refrigerator is full of Alani. <laughs> and my heart is filled with love because you make me smile. Oh my God. Stop. I appreciate all you do for us. Thank you for your hard work and thank you for always being so dedicated to your listeners. Love you, girl. Sincerely, me. Guys, I have literally no reason to be getting this hype today. Like I tell you guys, write in, like ask your questions. This is not like a gas me up section, okay? But I... Like I can't, I'm going to start tearing up because like I really needed these, look at me, I'm tearing up. I'm so disgusting. I really needed this encouragement today. This is, this was very unexpected and very special. So Laura and Riley both, I'm so honored. And I know there's plenty of you out there and like, this isn't again to gas myself up. And I know, just know there's plenty of you out there who maybe don't tell me that or never have. You just listen or you're a silent follower, but you feel that way and just know I don't need your affirmation, but you being here is enough. And I just, I know I have worked so hard to, to give to you guys because I operate out of, I have a lot of mantras, let's be honest. Right. But I always choose to show up being someone I wish I had, right. I wish I had a me in my life. And that's how I operate for others is like, I know what I want in my life. I'm going to be that for other people. Um, and it's not, and it's never going to be everyone's cup of tea and you aren't either. So it's like those people who are in your corner 
and are there for you and believe in you and believe in your mission and think you're annoying, but you're still funny. Those are the people you hang on to. So again, in this case, Laura Riley, I appreciate you both so much. Please make sure you comment on this video so I can say thank you, give you a little feedback, give you a little, you know, hello, we can chat. Um, and I would love to send you a coffee or something like, please, like, let me do that for you. Um, please comment on the video or like DM me on Broncho Tesby. I would love to do that. Next up, we have Caitlin. Hey girl, it's Caitlin. We met at the Aero store in Cincy and let me just tell your listeners that you are the nicest, most wonderful human being ever. And just an update, my boyfriend loved the show and said it's the best live performance he's ever seen. So slay. But I actually was wanting advice because he and I have been together for seven years um, since we were 14 years old. And we're both in our final year of college now. So I'm going in the medical field and he is getting his degree in marine biology. So obviously staying in Ohio long term doesn't feel like an option for what he wants to do. And I have known for years that this is what he wanted to do. And I thought that I would be okay with moving. But now that it's getting closer, I'm, like, so scared to move away from home and away from my family. Yeah. Um, I love him, and there's no doubt that I'm supposed to be with him, but I'm having a hard time with the idea of just, like, moving away to the coast and leaving everything behind. Mm -hmm. And if I remember correctly, you and Wyatt kind of went through this, too, because you moved to Florida temporarily for his work. So I just wondered if you had any advice for me. Um, Sincerely, a Bengals fan, Swifty, who doesn't know how she feels about Taylor and Travis. (gasps) You did not just end with not sure how you feel about Taylor. I cannot. Okay. Um, no, so funny. Yes, we did meet at the Eras tour. I'm so grateful to have met you. And I'm glad to hear that he liked the tour. Um, I also gave you a t-shirt. So I hope that you still have it and that it fit really well. And it was comfy, cozy. And you think of me every single time. With that being said, that's a long time together. So to be able to grow through that, grow through college also is really great. Here's what I'm just going to say like straight up. I know moving is so scary. Doing anything out of your comfort zone is scary. I don't care if it's like moving, new job, taking a new college class, like anything new is scary. Even if it's, even if it could be for the better or whatever, and it's not always going to be for the better. Maybe you move and it, and it's dog shit, but guess what? You can always move back. And what really brought me to this realization, like everyone always said it, Oh, you can always go back. You know, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, you can't. It's not, it cannot be that easy. When we moved from Columbus to Florida. I moved for Wyatt's work, right? I didn't have to be there, but I wanted to be there. Was I excited? Sure. Like it was Florida, like why not? But also I had no one, right? So I knew it was going to be a time where I was going to have a lot of self-growth, a lot of development. And at that time I've chatted about this in the past. I have an episode on it called my $15,000 mistake. And during that time I became very suicidal. I was not good. I was depressed, not feeling good. Okay. However, I got the help I needed and guess what ended up happening? We moved. We left, Wyatt quit his job. We moved back to Michigan, well, Columbus at the time, and then Michigan now, and, and we just did it, right? Like, so don't be scared about going out on a limb and trying things, because number one, it could be the best thing you've ever done. And number two, if it doesn't work out or you end up just not liking it, guess what? Go the fuck home. The only thing I would say that's difficult is that you are attached to this person who you love deeply. You know, you've been together so long. So I understand where the fear of maybe not liking it can also come subconsciously with the idea of what does this mean for my relationship, right? That's a, that's a hard thing to swallow when you're like, okay, but if I have to leave and I want to go back to Columbus, like what the fuck is he going to do? You know, I get it. So I feel like at that point you're creating thoughts in your head 
that are not coming into fruition yet. So don't let them invade, right? Like if it hasn't happened yet, you can't worry about it. And I know it's so cheesy and it's so hard to not do. Like there's plenty of things right now in my life that haven't happened yet, but I'm worried about it, right? What is worrying going to do in this time? And trust me, I'm preaching to the choir, preaching to the choir. All you can do is try. And again, you can always go back home. And I want you to really rest in that because White and I came back. I came back from losing both of my parents, my grandparents in five days, right? I don't know if you guys remember that time in my life, 2018, I lost my grandma. Um, Three days later, I lost my grandpa, both separate sides of the family too. So my dad's mom and my mom's dad, it was tragic. Um, One was like, just, it came out of nowhere. And then the other one happened out of nowhere, right? I was literally at home for my grandma's funeral when my grandpa died suddenly. It was fucking terrible. Coming back from that and not being able to sit in solidarity with my family, we came back. White and I went on a two-hour walk around our apartment complex in Florida. That night, we booked a U-Haul, planned to leave in 30 days. It was that fucking easy. You know what I mean? We made that decision immediately and we acted upon it. So don't be scared to branch out. This is the time to do it. Girl, fuck, come on, leave Ohio. Fuck that place. Not really. I like Ohio, but like you have everywhere in the world to travel right now. You have options. You have opportunity. Take it. Take it. Worry about it later. Okay. Annie. Annie K. Annie K. We know you, girl. Hey, Dads. It's Annie. Um, okay. So I'm pregnant. I just got into my second trimester. Woo-hoo. And the first trimester, I literally was a piece of shit. Like, I ate like shit. I couldn't exercise. Like, I was just so sick and so nauseous. And I feel like I keep seeing these reels on Instagram. Like, I promised myself I was going to keep working out throughout my whole pregnancy. And then they show, like, videos of them exercising in week five, six, seven, eight, nine, mm-hmm. ten, eleven. I'm, like, so good for them, but, like, couldn't be me. So I'm starting to get my energy back. But I just feel, like, so far removed from myself. Like, I just, like don't feel like myself Mm -hmm. and I feel like I don't see much about this like I don't know I feel like not a lot of people talk about it so I guess I'm just looking for some advice on like how to feel okay with this I don't know I I'm sure it's normal and it's like a part of pregnancy but I know um a lot of people that are pregnant right now and I just think that we need to like give ourselves grace in these times but it can also be hard because I'm definitely someone who's like always worked out and eating healthy and I can't even look at a vegetable right now. So um, no, anyway, um, <laughs> that's all. Love you. That's so funny. Cause dude, I ate the fucking worst during both my pregnancies, dude, like nothing but shake shack, cheese fries, fucking McChickens, Culver's root beer, butter burgers. Like I did not have a healthy diet. Like if anything, I would always crave salads, but even then it was like a doused in ranch, doused in blue cheese and like bacon, like Cobb salads are my weakness. So trust me when I say like, I didn't do anything by the book either. Like I didn't have this like crazy experience when it comes to like that. Now working out, I will say I stayed pretty diligent only because it's something that like Uh, genuinely I like love to do. And when I first became pregnant, first off, my first experience was experience was different with Archie. It was also a little bit different. It's like Archie. I feel like I was fired up because it was my escape, right? We found out he had a CPAM. I was stressed and it was one thing that I felt like I could control. So I, I found my working out to truly be an escape during my pregnancy. Now with Maddox, the weird thing with Maddox is the only reason I think I had the vibe to really show up because I was deathly sick for 19 weeks was because I was doing live workouts on Instagram during quarantine. And so I felt 
the need as like a trainer, like this is my job. I got to show up. I got to perform my live workout. I have to do this. So with that, would I have really done it? I don't know. Like I remember one workout specifically like core memory. I was mid workout. We had just started again. I'm streaming live on Instagram, just started the workout. I was maybe in the middle of the warm up, and I just start bawling and I'm like, guys, like, I'm so sorry. Like I can't do this today. Like I'm going to post the workout on my story, like whatever. I could not, like my body was like, dude, you can't. Um, and so there were definitely situations where I felt in that way. Now, when you talk about the connection to yourself, I also felt the same way with Maddox. Like, I think the first time you're pregnant, it's just like, are you there though? Like, really? Like, are you in there? Like, it didn't feel real. I did not feel connected to him until probably, I would say, dude, I don't even think I felt connected to Maddox until I, I met him. Like literally, like I, like even I remember him kicking in my belly and I was like 30 weeks, 28 weeks. Cause remind you, I had him at 31. And I remember just being like, ew, like, I don't like this feeling. This is fucked up. I don't like feeling his feet. I don't like knowing there's a body in me. It reminded me of like the scene in twilight when like Renesme or whatever the baby is like, is like kicking around and Kristen Stewart, Bella, you know, like it fucked me up. Like I did not like it. It wasn't until I met him Earthside that I really felt like, oh my God, I love you. I'm your mom, whatever. And that that also doesn't happen to every woman. You know, the baby comes out, they don't always feel that connection either. So, uh, you know, give yourself the space there to just understand and kind of comprehend this life change that is occurring. Because, you know, really, if you think about it, we have this huge life change that's going to affect us the rest of our life, right? We only have like 10 months to prepare for our life to forever change forever changed. We only have 10 months to understand that and to really like sink that in. And, and some people would be like, oh, like that's plenty enough. No, then you're probably not a parent because the, the change that occurs is very drastic. So to not feel connected in it, to kind of feel out of your own, to feel confused, to feel, you know, maybe like, is this real? Like even is so normal. And I think you just have to continue to focus on the day-to-day or like the week-to-week. Like, okay, let's make it to 23 weeks, right? Oh, cool, 23. Let's make it to 24. Oh, cool. Let's make it to 25. Don't think of it as like months. You know, like, oh, I got to make it to like three months pregnant, four months pregnant. Just go like day-by-day or like week-by-week and just really celebrate making it through that day. And what can you do to take care of yourself that day? And just know that like physical activity is also going to change so much. I mean, I lost so much muscle having my um, pregnancies back to back, like a lot of like muscle tone, I should say, like my strength remained decently. Like I, I built my strength back, but my muscle tone, I look very different than I did pre kids. Like I I do. And some of you guys wouldn't recognize it, but like, I know my body, so I, I recognize it, but it's, it's hard to go through and, um, to know during your pregnancy, like you can't like, just like bulk during your pregnancy. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's different. Um, so it's, it's hard. It is hard. Um, I have plenty of episodes on the postpartum journey, specifically with Maddox. I didn't do a lot of postpartum episodes with Archie. Cause I think it was just so back to back that I was like, I feel like I was speaking on the same things. Like, cause I just like, didn't even process that. I just had another fucking kid already. <laughs> so the best like postpartum experiences are probably just in general to my first time being postpartum. Um, and those are all back in like 2020. Like you can go back to the first probably hundred episodes and below and kind of get like a vibe for that. But 
I totally understand. Like it's, it's a very hard time. And for any people who are like looking to become pregnant, looking to become mothers or seeing someone become a mom that, you know, you know, you just show up for them in however you can and know that like, once you become a mom, you'll also know how to better support other moms. But until that happens, just do whatever you can. And when it comes to working out also just honor your body. Cause it's doing a lot. Like I think we often misunderstand and underestimate the amount of work. Like we're growing a baby. Like it's so weird to say and like think like scientifically, like we develop a whole child that ends up growing and like using forks and spoons and like sings to songs and like bounces around like we're doing that in here that's crazy sometimes I look at Maddox I'm just like there is no fucking way one point you were just a seed you know like that's nuts so it's such a special time just soak it all in and sorry that was a little bit of a long-winded answer but it's also like I feel like as a mom as a mom of two and as a mom with like not a lot of mom friends around me physically um, I find such a passion in sharing that normalcy to like all of my like e-moms because I don't get to like share those conversations in person. And I wish that I could, like, I wish I had like a mom's club around me where we all just like sat down every Thursday and just like talked shit about our kids and our husbands. And no, I'm just kidding. But, but being able to just like have a mom's club, you know, I don't really have that besides you guys online. And so whenever I do get questions about motherhood, I really like have such a passion for normalizing things and like making everyone feel so much better or also just like being fucking for real. Like maybe it doesn't make you feel better, but like, at least I'm not lying to you. You know what I mean? So, um, as always, if you guys have any questions about like that type of stuff, or you have a podcast request or an episode request, I'll actually put up maybe a little question box today on the brunch with Desby on Instagram and just kind of get a feel for like maybe what we haven't talked about in a while and what you guys would like to revisit. One of those things definitely being like religion. Um, I I would love to continue to kind of talk about like where I'm at with that and have a lot of people kind of relate um, with their own experience as well. So that is all today. We have quite a few other voicemails, but I'm going to stop there. So make sure you submit your voicemail so I can talk to y'all next week. You don't have to compliment me. Okay. I want to make that very clear. You don't have to give me any gas up. Okay. You can, you can just ask me a question but you will get brownie points if you tell me I'm pretty. All right. (laughs) Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much. Have a happy Sunday. Thanks for hanging out with me. And again, I know it might not always be my best episode, but you know, can't always be perfect, but it can always be done. See you guys next Sunday. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.